Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. You know what this show's about? This show is about you getting real. It's about me getting real. It's about us getting real. And because we're about real estate, and yet mm. this show, whether you're thinking of selling a home, buying a home, or investing in real estate, doesn't really matter. Even if you're not thinking of any of those, because we're going to talk about the real us. So welcome to another episode of the Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker team. And I'm Ken Decker. And I'm Yetta Decker. And what's kind of cool about that is it actually kind of does matter about us being real as it relates to real estate. Because what I have found when I've done work with other professionals in other industries, when they're real about who they are and they're not just doing it, they're not just doing their job to do their job, Mm -hmm. They're actually really invested in their job and I can get a sense of who they really are. So when I know somebody has come to their profession because of their own personal experience, it elevates how they care for me. Okay. Isn't that true for you? Yes. Yes. Because of course you bring to your career, to your job, all of the experiences that your life has had. Yeah. And you draw from that. You do. Even though you may have expertise in your job, there's probably experiences in your life that assist you in creating the best you and the best work for whoever you work for. Right. Mm, so that, I, I like think that. that's interesting and right. helpful. So I'm saying it slowly for a minute because it's kind of nice to ponder those thoughts. What does it really matter whether you know who we are or you don't know who we are and whether we know who you are or we don't know who you are? Well, I would tell you when I get to know my clients and who they really are, I can serve them so, so much better. Yeah. And many times we become who we are or who I am through things that have happened in my life. Many right. times it's because I bottomed out, what yeah. I call bottoming out. There's probably a further bottom, <laughs> but when you start coming back up, that was your bottom. At that time. And my bottom may not be as low as someone else's bottom. Right. Yep. And I may have to do it more than once because I'm a thorough learner. So what we get to do today, which is kind of fun. So let's start in the where we are now before we get all uh -huh. sad in the bottom. Yeah. Yes. Is somebody that gets to help you, gets to help you around real estate decisions, which is a real honor. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, so you're a real estate broker. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. And so are you. Yes. And we're real estate owners. We own yeah. uh, both a real estate brokerage, which has multiple agents in it as well as we're real estate owners in that we own investment properties right, all over the city and in Kempville and Brockville. Yeah. And then we work with buyers and sellers with real estate. Yes. Right. So that day to day of helping people make great decisions around mm -hmm. real estate. And we're authors, published yeah. authors mm. with the wealth formula, which is all about helping people move from debt mm to um, no consumer debt 
in building wealth, just like it's described in the Bible. We're not to be borrowers, we're to be lenders. Right. And to have more month. No, not to have more month than money, but to have more money than month. Yeah. Right? And then we're also speakers. Right. We've spoken at many conferences. Mm. And maybe you have a conference coming up that uh, you need a keynote. We might just fit that if it's the right fit. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like the right fit home. So now everything has become about, is it the right fit? We've even had the privilege of working with our family. Like that is probably the thing people are in awe of the most. Mm -hmm. They'll say to me, you work with your husband? Of... How many years? 36, 36 years, years we've been married. And then we actually work with our kids too, which is another dynamic that is fascinating on some days mm-hmm. and really fascinating on other days. Yeah, so we have an amazing life. Yeah. Um, and it hasn't always been that way. No. Right. So there's a somberness even as we're sharing the highs and the beauty that God's brought into our world and our life because we know what's coming next. (laughs) Or what was prior. Right. Where we came from. Where we came from. And as Ken said a little earlier in the show, not everybody has to go to a bottom to be able to figure out who they really are and then live from that new space. And yet for many of us, if you're anything like us, you may have had to do that. Other people can just learn the process, understand why they're here, seek wisdom, seek godly counsel, seek God himself, and figure out what they're here for and don't have to hit bottom first. I think you're the minority and pretty cool, though, if that's that's you. Mm-hmm. So where were we? So, uh, well, let's go back about 27 years ago. And in our life, things were a bit of a mess. We believe in those five key areas of your life, uh, your spiritual life, your relational life, your mental life, your physical life, and your financial life. Right. And then all the other categories. Sometimes you've probably seen the assessment wheel. You Have you ever seen that wheel that shows it's got spokes? Sometimes it's a graph that shows all the core areas of your life. Sometimes there's nine, sometimes there's 12. We've narrowed and simplified because we like the simply whole joyful living concept, narrowed it down to just five. And I'm not saying we were thinking about these back 27 years ago. As I reflect back, and as we've reflected back, we know that in really all of the areas, all but one, if we look on a scale of zero to five, we were a zero. And the one that we weren't a zero, a one or a two. And that was health. That was the least messed up space in our life. And I think a lot of that was that we were 27 years younger. And when you're younger, not everyone, but the majority of people can treat their body a little rougher and it still survives it because we're young and vibrant, right? And as you Mm -hmm. grow older, Mm -hmm. it takes a little more loving care, a little more, you know, uh, what's the word? A little more decision-making as to what you put in your mouth, how much you eat, 
how you exercise because the, mm-hmm. the food just doesn't burn right off the way it used to. Right. Yeah. So that area physical, we were in pretty good shape. Well, maybe that's, two out of five. Good, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, we weren't making conscious decisions. It just our body probably mm-hmm. was young enough that it hadn't. Yep. We hadn't lost control. No. And financially, we had consolidated three times because mm. we didn't have control of our credit cards. We didn't have control of our spending. We had the attitude, oh, we can always make more money. And we actually started working more and more and more and more until it started to get really tough to pay our bills because there was more month than there was money. Mm-hmm. And then relationships. Have you ever noticed that when one area of your life kind of you have struggles for whatever reason, we just didn't know how to do relationship. And apart from relationship, I've discovered in my 30s and 40s and 50s that really apart from relationship, there isn't much in life. Mm-hmm. Whether it's relationship with our clients or relationship with each other, relationship with God, with our family, aside from relationship, much of life doesn't have meaning. And so when one area of life is a mess, it usually trickles into the others. Yeah, and I think our biggest area of issue was in our in our relationship husband and wife relationship because of what we'd seen modeled and and we come from mm. two different backgrounds and then you bring those together and there was fireworks not the right kind of fireworks right and then when that's a mess then finances are harder but they were already a mess because we didn't know how to do yep. that either and then mentally well oh my goodness right when um, all the important things in your life aren't going well, then usually your mental attitudes aren't thriving either. Yeah, so you you really struggled in that area. I struggled with anger, but you struggled with sadness and... Depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to reflect on it too long because staying down in the <laughs> valley is not a good thing. Because I can still find myself go back there and get very real and present to that. And then spiritually, we were bankrupt. We lost. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't didn't know God. We didn't serve God. We didn't really know what we didn't know at the time. You're right. Mm -hmm. And then that all changed Easter 1991. I think it was 1991. You're the date person. It was 1991. (laughs) There you go. See, that brings a smile to my face because that was the first time that my dread, dread of being with Ken, dread of living another day, dread of just anything in my existence really was the first time in a really long time that that dread, that despair, that discouragement moved to possible wonder yeah yeah and so how that happened let me back up two seconds okay was my dad came up for easter with his new wife and said they'd like to go to church and would we go with them and we said well it's easter why not yeah but really no and they said well which church should we go to and we went to the yellow pages that's really dating us (laughs) we didn't go to the internet we went to the yellow pages and looked for churches that were close by to us and we found one uh, it was actually Trinity Bible Church, and we went there. 
Right. We actually found a bunch of churches in yes. the Yellow Pages, and we said to Dad, hey, Dad, which one should we go to then if we're going to go to church with you anyway? <laughs> and he said this one. Right. He did the choosing. Mm-hmm. We certainly didn't because we weren't really wanting to go. If you haven't caught that yet, we weren't so excited about it. Mm-hmm. And we walked in, and the reception mm-hmm. was so welcoming. It was crazy because I think we, when we don't have a community that we're part of, mm. that we long for that. And sometimes we don't even know that we're longing for it. Would you say that's accurate? I would say that's really accurate. And it, I'm kind of jumping ahead a whole lot here. However, I'm going to do it anyway. I think it just got, got present to the reason community has become so important for the Decker team family and why we get together with our clients four times a year to celebrate and just be together and go strawberry picking, apple picking, tree to the tree farm on wagon rides. Tree killing. Or tree killing. I know I didn't like saying that. <laughs> or wreath. Wreath. <laughs> and hot chocolate and cookies yes. and, and chili and pie cook-off in March. The reason I think those are so important to us is because it is community. Yes. And what we didn't have, which we do now, we know was so important because it was through community that we actually started seeing another possibility for our lives. Mm-hmm. And that community that first day was that welcome, welcoming presence by others that we didn't know. Yes. Yeah, we had friends. We had some friends. Yeah. And yet fairly surface. The world friends, you know, that we had, um, and I used to use the word world is kind of a weird word, but they were, you know, we talked about hockey, we talked about the weather, Mm. we talked about stuff in the world. That's why I call them world friends, because we talked about what was going on in the world. We really didn't get personal no. deep and personal and real nobody knew what was going on inside the four walls of our home mm-hmm. or except maybe the neighbor that occasionally saw me running after ken's car screaming with two babies on my arms and crying but that would have been pretty rural so that wouldn't happen too often <laughs> and it didn't happen too often so really nobody saw what was inside our four walls yeah we had curtains and we had them drawn yes now yeah. we live without curtains i know <laughs> it's a little risky. Well, a little more real. And I mean, the curtain of our life right? right the, is open. We're, so to speak, an open book. And I think the reason we're an open book is because we've traveled such a great journey that we'd like to help other people travel that same mm-hmm. road of reconciliation and joy and life-giving Instead of life taking. Yes. So at that point, most of the things we were up to were ashamedly yeah. or shame. Yeah, I guess there's yep. still some sense of shame. Were life taking. And so when we saw, I saw this couple in the midst of these people that greeted us. And they had this smile. It was really uncomfortable. And they and had a twinkle in their eye for each other. For each other. <laughs> and I didn't know what it was. Like, have you ever seen that couple that are standing there and they're connected, but it don't even make sense. And for me at that point, that concept was so foreign. I didn't even really know what I was looking at. I just knew it was, it drew me. It was enticing. It moved me forward to the point that I wondered. 
kind of like wondered, could I stop moving toward divorce because that's where we were headed? Could I stop being angry? I mean, it didn't, it kind of came as a flood, but I mean, it took days and weeks and months kind of for all to unpack, except it was that moment that I thought, I wonder, I wonder if there's life for me that's possible that would be life giving rather than life taking. Mm -hmm. And what we didn't know until quite a bit later was that one of the clients that Yetta sold their house for them, they were in a small group at this church and they had been praying for our family for months and months. And so that was part of the reason when we walked in, so many faces lit up because they saw us and had been praying for us and we didn't know that. Then we got invited to a small group and the small group was the start of our learning process. Because what we learned was that we were behaving towards each other and towards money and- And our children. Towards our children Mm. and all of that because they were just learned models from observing other people. We hadn't done any work on ourselves, any self-development, only any reading, no growth, really, right? None. Mm. Yeah. We've come a long way. Now our favorite thing to do is learn. When, we, when you say, Yetta, would you like a book? It's like, yes, something that has growth focus in it. It could be learning about real estate, which is growth-oriented. It's still taking in knowledge Mm -hmm. that then I can help someone else. It could be a book on how to be a better wife. It could be a book on how to forgive faster, easier, quicker. It could be anything as long as I am taking in and it's giving life. Mm -hmm. has to be life-giving now. Yeah. And so that journey was a process, right? It took probably... (laughs) Well, we started to see changes in our marriage very quickly. And then we did a financial course and we started to see some changes in our finances. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we did um, a a communication course. So we started to fight fair. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't mean we stopped fighting. You got to know that we had one of them today. It still (laughs) happens. And now we mostly fight fair. Mm Mm-hmm. And we got rid of the D word, the divorce word, because when we decided, capital D, decided that we were sticking it out for life. That sounds like it was drudgery. Well, it was back then. (laughs) It was. (laughs) It's not now. Not most days. And yet it was. But the decision that divorce was off the table and we couldn't use that as as a hammer right? Couldn't threaten with it. Couldn't. Then suddenly the communication started to change. We actually carried around a piece of parquet flooring, if you know the size of a piece of parquet flooring. It's about one inch by four inches. Yes, because we used to talk over top of each other and yell at each other and now we just interrupt a little bit, but we we do that lovingly and it's kind of like sparring. Yeah, we couldn't do it on purpose. Yeah, because it's our fun. Yes. It's kind of our banter. It's part of what makes us work as a couple. It's kind of the dynamics. Yeah. It's like they play more than one musical note at a time when you're you're doing an orchestra or music, right? There's more than one note being played at the same time, and that creates the symphony. It creates the dynamicness of the music. 
And that's what our relationship is like now. It, it is. Yes. Most of the time, it's a beautiful thing. Yes. And once in a while, it gets the keys get all messed up, and we it gets need, a little out of control. Well, we need to get it tuned. Yeah, we need to get it tuned. <laughs> Sometimes we need a little tuning. Yes. And where was it? Oh, so the piece of wood. So we would actually, whoever had the little piece of wood could talk, and the other person could only say something to ask a question of clarity. They could not interrupt. They could not discuss their viewpoint on it until they said, may I have the floor? Or here's the floor. Or I'm I, done with or the I floor. Said, or I'm finished speaking. I would give you the floor and say, you have the floor. And it was a physical representation to teach us yeah. how to communicate. Right, because we didn't have a clue. Maybe you've never found yourself in this spot, and yet maybe you've had struggle in learning a new skill in another area. And so what I would encourage is, and maybe share your stories too, because I love hearing what you've done. Because just the other day I heard somebody's story about when they want to get in the playful mode, get playful, that what they do is they put on a tiara, and that reminds them when they look in the mirror mirror that it's time to play and not forget to be playful and get all serious and adult-like because we still need to find our inner child. And I thought, that's brilliant. I think I need to get me a tiara. And actually, the woman was so kind. She loaned me hers for a while till I can bring myself to get myself a tiara. Oh, so when you're wearing a tiara, that means it's playtime? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so if you have a little thing that you've done or a big thing that you've done that helps you move into the state the arena, the behavior that you want, we'd love to hear about that. So the floor piece, maybe we should bring it back for the shows because then we wouldn't be as dynamic. No. I think we're okay now. <laughs> and so what we have done, though, is over the last 27 years, we've been on a learning journey. We've hired mentors. We've hired coaches. We've read mm. books. We've followed authors around the country and out of Canada to be near them, to ask them questions, to learn from them personally. And what we now have is a responsibility. After mm. 27 years of improving our life in all areas of our life, as well as learning all this information that helped us, we believe we have a responsibility to share that. And one of the ways we do that is through Roar Canada. Yeah. Talk about Roar Canada a little bit because <laughs> it's your, it's your. Um, well, you're the founding member of Roar Canada. Yeah, Roar Canada really is an opportunity of just activating, champion, and transforming each other's lives because they can't do it in isolation. I mean, the big thing that we got out of moving all of those core areas of our life from a zero or we said health was, or, you know, physical was maybe a two. The others, relational and spiritual and financial and what did I miss? Mental. <laughs> one of my bigger problems, <laughs> or was anyway. I almost forgot that one. They were all a zero as Isn't we shared. Isn't that a statement that you almost forgot the one you had the biggest challenge with? Yeah, that is a statement. I like that statement, actually. So on a scale of one to five, Yetta, where would you rate your life in those five areas now? Well, most days between a four and a five, mm -hmm. right? Like there's occasionally where I struggle with the mental thing again, and it slides down to maybe a three, uh, which is a whole curriculum that we've actually created now. Now it's become our study 
our experience, and it hasn't just come out of studying, it's come out of experience. This mm-hmm. is, and, and that's when we went back to the real, if we go back to the beginning of the show when we talked about real, when you know why somebody's gotten where they've gotten, there's a realness to it, and when it's a real journey, it is meaningful. Mm-hmm. It's got depth, it's got breadth, it's got content. And yeah. so we've experienced, we didn't just learn from these people around the world, for the sake of learning it, it's actually, we took it, we implemented it, we tried it, we tested it, we shifted it, we grew with it, we shrunk with it, we grew with it, we moved through it, sometimes with ease, flow, and harmony, Mm -hmm. and sometimes it was not pretty. And yet here we are now saying, let's continue on the journey together with our family and with our clients, and we've been... People have been choosing to journey with us, mm-hmm. and we're so grateful for that because that makes it actually all so much more meaningful. One of the things we've learned on this whole path and what Roar Canada represents is our story is actually not our own. It's not just for us. It's not just for us. And that's one of the reasons we wrote The Wealth Formula. The Wealth Formula, although it's a financial book, it's written as a story, and it's got all kinds of relational truths woven through it. Mm-hmm. And some growth truths because it's it's not exactly our story, and yet it's close to our story. And well, it's, it's got a, elements of our story, and it's a, it's kind of a summarization of multiple stories and the put people. That, yeah, the people we've helped, and some of the wins they've had, and the successes, and the surrender, and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, what have we learned? Because I think that's ultimately what you want to know. Well, what have we? I think we've learned that you got to keep learning. That I have to keep learning. Yeah, and I have to keep surrendering. That's yes. a big one for me. Yes. The big S, the big, big S. And it's, Not for surprise, for surrender. Well, the other thing I learned, and even just recently, in the last month or so, was that it's not actually a sign of weakness to ask for help. It's a sign of strength and humility. And it's awesome. And so I've been reaching out to some of, uh, some of the people that I highly respect and asking for help in certain areas, which is really great. And the one thing we did recently, mm. well, recently, several months ago, we took our grand, two oldest grandchildren with us to California and went to a two-day workshop for teens called Motivating the Teen Spirit. And it was amazing, mm-hmm. amazing to see teens released from guilt and shame and being able to become real with things they've struggled with, the things they've done, um, mending relationships with family members. Just a beautiful, beautiful time. And we've liked it so much that I'm investigating, bringing, motivating the teen spirit to Ottawa. So you might want to just connect with us, comment if that's Mm. something that you might have interest in, or maybe you're struggling with a teen mm-hmm. parent relationship. Could be the the secret sauce. It so could to speak. be. And yeah. so the what other big learning is we can't do it alone. We couldn't do this thing alone. We couldn't have done this journey without God. We couldn't have done this journey without our each other. And we certainly couldn't have done this journey without all the other amazing people that have entered our world. Mm-hmm. And so that yeah, that's just really powerful. And even in relation to real estate, we had lots of breakdown there too. And so even from business ownership, I mean, we just graze the surface of the struggles. And yet to know 
how much growth and joy and peace and harmony has come really just from making one little choice after another little choice. It's tiny mm -hmm. little baby steps, tiny, tiny, tiny little steps just piled on top of each other have changed everything. So this time has flown by as we've shared a, a big chunk of our life. And we just like you to know that we are your family, partnering with you as we move forward together, living a simply whole and real life.